G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. There are many wonderful Christian ministries that offer wonderful support in areas of great need and one we'll talk about today comes from Canada. As you know, not only do women play many key roles in society from social roles as parent, confidant or mentor, but they extend into professional roles in entrepreneurial pursuits, medical and political realms. Well, many women recognise that the role they pursue is a God-given role and they feel called and are destined for good things that God has set for them. Leah McCulloch has her own story to tell through health care, counselling women and having suffered a debilitating marriage that she says destroyed her health, hope and faith. Leah McCulloch is behind what's called the Pain to Praise Challenge and Leah is joining us from Canada. Leah, welcome along to 2020. Thank you so much, Neil. Leah, you have your own story to tell. Give us some insight into what you went through and the sorts of things that were holding you back from what you knew were God's callings into your life. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes it becomes overwhelming when you think about your life. I was actually raised as an atheist, and so I was 22 when I got saved, and I I married the man who brought me to the Lord, but as it turned out, he was an alcoholic and a drug addict, and he was into pornography, he was a very violent temper, and things that I had no background for, not only being, you know, a sweet, innocent, loving child, but someone who who, who was raised um, outside the church. I had no equipment to help me go, what on earth do I do now that I'm married, now that I'm in this situation? Because I was somebody who I knew I was an entrepreneur. I was, you know, sometimes you're called to be a certain thing. I knew I was a leader. I knew I was all these things. I was actually a professional at that point. But I was I was in this devastating place where I couldn't go forward and I couldn't go back and as the years went by and and you know I tried all the solutions I tried Al-Anon and all these all these sort of sort of semi quasi Christian support services and then the, I tried Christian things I tried non-Christian things and I just found nothing worked and as I got deeper and deeper and deeper into this place um, you start to get very sick, you start to get very hopeless, you start to feel ashamed and you stop talking, you withdraw. I stopped singing and I'm a worship leader, <laughs> that's what I love to do is sing. I couldn't sing for 20 years. So so on top of all those things and the pain, and then we had a child, it was an autistic child, so back when people didn't know what autism was, so I was in this place where I just wanted to die. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to take one of us out, you know, my husband, myself, my child, like I, I was, I was in such a dark, dark place. You know, you think you're a good person until you come face-to-face with some really dark places, and then you question everything about yourself. But on top of all that, my grief was that I knew there's no way I could step into God's calling for me. There's no way I was even functional as a Christian. I was in a place where my only emotion was rage, and yet I would go to church every Sunday and smile, right? So... 
I know there's many, many people listening right now that are there. They're doing their best, given you know their best skills and their best love, but they can't get through to the other side where they're meant to be. And these days, you're applying a, a godly biblical principle to getting free from the pain. And we're going to be talking pain because you're saying that pain is the thing that destroys your ability to fulfill the important role that you feel called to. Uh, so let's focus on that pain for a moment. How does that feel when you're experiencing the pain you're talking about? Well, it's debilitating and it's soul-destroying and you feel like a fraud too because you're in all this pain and yet you read the Bible verses that say, you know, joy, love, peace, fruits of the Spirit, right? And you, you feel like a fraud and and so so there's that pain of, of just the anguish. You know, I actually analyzed this over many years because it was a 25-year marriage that I chose to stay in believing, you know, that God would heal him and that we would get through it. Um, the pain was, was so bad, and, and really what happens is you start losing pieces of you, like, oh, the child I should have had, you know, all those things you think about having a child, and he's autistic, so he can't even love me back. You know, the, the husband I should have had, well, he definitely didn't love me back. The, the career I might have had, like all these things, the grief just builds and builds and builds. It's really about loss. It's about loss of the life you thought you were going to have, loss of the things you might have done, because we're living in this finite place, right? Um, at that pain, I like I literally tell people I, I was like a wounded animal. <laughs> like I just wanted to hide under a bush and, you know, not come out. So that that pain was really all I could feel. And then rage because because the pain is followed by rage. It's that impotence of not being able to change your situation, and all you're left with is rage. And Leah, the idea that you might also feel abandoned by God. How does that fit in when you're dealing with these issues? You know that there's pain and there's all sorts of things that need to be resolved. And where is God in the midst of all of that? Yeah, yeah. You, I ask myself that a million times. I ask God that a million times. And I think that's the... And, and then that takes you even further away from God, right? The more angry you get, the more hurt you get, the more... And, and you know when you're angry and hurt, you should draw close to God. But eventually what happens is you draw further and further away and that love goes cold. I actually came to the uh, very unscientific, but it made sense to me at the time. I just thought all the Bible verses were true. I believed them, but I just thought somehow they were for everybody else on the planet except for me. That's the only way I could make sense of what was happening to my life, is that somehow God just didn't like me, which of course is ludicrous. I know somebody said to me, well, how special are you? <laughs> right? But in my fog, I couldn't see how ridiculous that was. So how do you come to a realization that there's more to God's word and his expectation and his way that he deals with these things than most perhaps most Christians even appreciate? Yeah, that's that's a really important question. You know, one thing I'll say about Christians is that they, they mean well, but they... Um, you know, nobody could help me because nobody understood alcoholism and, and autism and pornography and all those other things that I was dealing with in my life. Nobody could help me because they didn't know. And all those things that you try, well, just pray for him more, dear, or we're standing with you, dear, or, uh, you know, here's a fruit basket. Like, like all the things we do as Christians didn't seem to help my situation. Um, but, you know, coming out the other side, and, and eventually I did leave my husband, which I, I didn't want to do, but that's what I had to do in the end. Um, 
I did try many ways of healing. I, I did I did Al-Anon for 20 years. I did I did all kinds of counseling for years and years and years. I did a program called Celebrate Recovery, which actually helped me the most. And it was about, it was the first time I was able to speak what was actually happening to me and in my heart without being condemned. Oh, I'm feeling murderous today. That's how angry I am. And people didn't condemn me. They went, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was the first time I had where people would just listen. Um, so I did do some healing along the way. But it wasn't until just a few years ago, actually, uh, that I actually tapped into what I'm calling Heaven's Healing Pathway. And I started really touching God, and I started really reading the verses, and I started really understanding the spiritual battle we're all in. And that really helped me to understand that, you know, all of us, that, that guy who just cut you off in traffic, that person who did that terrible thing, that guy who's on murderer row, we're all just pawns and, and, and victims of Satan, right? So I started understanding this, this spiritual battle that we were in because I just truly didn't understand it before. Um, and once I understood that, I was able to come through into healing very quickly, actually. And when we talk quickly, you've discovered that when you're applying biblical principles to your own pain, there's a much faster way to get released from the pain. Give us a little insight here, because I know this you get into this in the program that we'll talk about mm-hmm. in just a few moments, but a lot of people will say, well, what's she talking about? A faster way. Doesn't it take years yeah. in counselling? Exactly. And it's important to note, I'm not a counselor, although I did counseling for many years. I worked in Canada's poorest neighborhood and I worked in, you know, people who are really in tough places. I did a lot of counseling, but I'm not coming to you as a counselor. Um, there is a faster way. And we pray deeply about this because the Lord, see, the Lord touched my husband and I last year. He said, you, you got to go out and you got to help people come into their destiny. And then the next thing he said was, but you have to help people heal first. Because just like me, people who are in, in pain cannot step in, into their destiny. So I said, well, okay, Lord, how do I do that? You know, feeling like, a, like, like it's impossible. He said, well, in, in the world, you will focus on the pain. So, okay, this happened to you when you were three, and that's terrible. How did it make you feel? And you go back and you relive it. And all those counseling techniques that, that people have been doing for a long time. But the Lord said to me, it's way faster this way. It's way faster if you just put your eyes on me and I will heal you. And I went, okay, I understand that in theory, but can we do it practically? And we did. <laughs> like, I said, okay, I'm hurting right now. What do I do? And he would tell me, so God is right there. And, and many, 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 many years I did not hear him and I did not understand that he was speaking to me. But now I, I teach people to, to turn onto Jesus because he's the guy who's going to heal you. He's the guy that's going to take you through the Red Sea, right? He's the guy that heals and delivers and destroys your enemies all at the same time, just like they did in the Red Sea. So we don't have to focus on the pain. We can actually release the pain while we focus on Jesus and come out the other side very quickly. Now, you have a free program, and it's going to be accessed by people all over the world. And so Australian mm-hmm. listeners have opportunity to access this too. It's called the Pain to Praise Challenge and it's a five-day free online event that anyone can attend at one hour per day. How do you hope this is going to look? Because the first one's coming up just next week. 
Yes. Well, we're very excited. We're going to start next Monday, November 16th. Um, and basically, it's going to be five days. It's absolutely free. And it was, I'll spend an hour with you a day. We sing, we praise, we laugh, we talk, we teach. We get into the exact place that you need to be to healing, uh, sorry, for healing. Um, I'm, I'm a worship leader. I didn't sing for 20 years how much in pain I was, and now I can't shut up. I can't, you can't stop me from singing. Um, and you don't have to be a singer to come on this, on this Pain to Praise Challenge, but um, I will share my journey with people, and I will teach them very simple ways that they can really, really accelerate their healing so that they can step into their, to their destiny. So, um, yeah, basically what happens is people sign up. I'm, I'll give you the link in just a moment. And then you go to that page, you sign up, and then the whole challenge will be done on Facebook. So we'll put your homework there. We can come on live. We can chat. Um, I will come on live every morning for an hour. Um, for those of you who don't want to get up at 3 in the morning <laughs> to, to get into my time zone, um, we'll, we'll list all the replays so you won't miss anything even if you can't uh, attend the actual session. Um, and we'll create a community. You know, we'll love on you. We'll pray for you. And we'll lead you to that place where you need to be. And you'll be taking people through what are biblical principles and talking about spiritual weapons uh, against those things that hold us back and in a sense endeavoring to help people to reframe the people who have hurt them and uh, no doubt there's all sorts of issues of forgiveness in all of that Uh, but you've run the program before what sort of results have you seen? Well, we're just getting started but the people that have come through it have been just you know really thrilled it's Many, many people have already been through some of the other programs I mentioned as well, but we're hitting an aspect uh, that people haven't really addressed before. Um, so people are excited, um, and people can go through it. You know, I expect some of the people that went through it last time to come through it again. Um, and, yeah, what you, what you said about reframing, it was a reframing that, that helped me and, and, and learning that, A, there is a spiritual battle and truly understanding what that means and that God and the Bible gives us all the tools we need. We don't need anything else if we are in the Word and, and using the techniques He's given us. It's all there. Well, Leah McCulloch is behind what is called the Pain to Praise Challenge, and she's running this out of Canada. But the invitation is there all over the world, and there may be Australians who'd like to participate too. As you say, Leah, well, you'd have to be pretty committed to be up at whatever it is, 3 a.m. in the morning. But all of these sessions are going to be available on a podcast, and so listeners today will have access to those. So let's give the website paintopraise.com that's paintopraise.com and i guess finding you on facebook is going to be a way that you can join into those sessions live yes if you go to paintopraise.com and then forward slash now it will link you right in and i'll give you the link it's a private facebook group so not everybody can be there only people that come through that website link uh, and then yes we will deliver everything live on facebook um yeah, and I really, you know, I really encourage you to come. It's uh, and, and if enough people come, we can then do a, just an Australian version uh, next month. But let let's get people in. You know, if you're a, a worship leader, if you're a pastor, if you're just someone who who has unresolved pain, please come. It's um, it'll change your life. I promise you that. Okay, the website is paintopraise.com. And if you forward slash now, you'll get that link straight to the Facebook page, paintopraise.com. Starts on Monday. And check the time zones when you go online and find out the details. Leah McCulloch is behind the Pain to Praise Challenge. Leah, thanks so much for letting us in on what you're doing on 2020 Today.
Thanks so much, Neil. I really, really enjoyed talking to you. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.